This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Yes, yes, yes. Another day to be seen and heard right here on the block. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. East Strick here and Austin Orman. Please, please, I know my voice already at times sounds terrible and I'm probably sure you guys cringe at at the raspiness of this voice, but it doesn't seem to be getting any better. But that's okay. We're still here, baby. We made it. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of you, you. You remember? Um, did you ever watch wrestling? Not really. You never. You never watched wrestling. Nah. Um, there was a guy that was in in wrestling. Um, legend in the wrestling game. His name was the Macho Man Randy, Randy Savage. Savage. I know the name. Oh yeah. The Macho Man. That's how my voice, I feel like, sounds right now. <laughs> if I sound like Randy the Macho Man all day, don't worry about it, baby. It'll be okay. Yeah, did I do a good job? Randy Savage, Eric Strickland. Ah, a little I've never, se- I've never seen you and Randy Savage <laughs> in the same room together. <laughs> <laughs> little cor- yeah, all I have to do is just dress up real real funky like with some glasses a nice little hat just some little flow beads all over the place I I, I would make it I think I'd be get those right. big uh, Oakley sunglasses yes yes you're set yes but we're grateful that you guys are once again here joining us on the block as well please uh don't mind this voice this Randy Savage voice that I have today it'll be okay um made it safely glad to be back in the studio with you Austin how are you doing today my friend Strick I'm great Good to see you. Glad to yeah. have you back. Um, yeah, another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on today. We're going to start very heavily today on Husker uh, uh, sports. We're going to talk heavily about football and and just delve into some history and 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 possibly a little bit about what's going on in the now um, of Nebraska sports. Um, some of those things of, as far as how you feel about your top tens and some of the best players that you've seen come through. And uh, is there anybody that kind of fits those molds uh, right now in the same space that we have? Um, Aaron Olis, uh, his commitment as well. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll get into Nebraska football's top 11 players from last year. And, um, and are they still with the team or have they moved on into uh, greater – pastures as they would feel it would be um we'll talk about uh, the shootout with strick as well as we'll get into some nba headlines in the second hour as well as talk to steven simple but we're also grateful for mary ellen's food for the soul that is our sponsor for this segment of our show we're grateful for them and their continued support they are not open today but they will be open on tomorrow manana. tomorrow through sunday manana they'll be open tomorrow you can always go out there 27th and pine lake and join the mary ellen's crew Charles and his staff will take care of you. Uh, Austin, let's uh, let's dig into this a little bit. Um, first of all, we, we do have a new commitment. 
Um, we talked briefly on yesterday about it. We got into it a little bit. Um, also in the crossover, we talked about Aaron Ollis. Um, do you, in in your honest and deep opinion, I mean, um, we I talked about it being a splash. I mean, I, I, I don't know if that's what they're looking for, but we talked about with DP and Jay about the fact that um, – it's a solid it's a solid piece that you're adding. Um, I kind of push back on the fact that, you know, you, you, you had, you know, maybe unproven maybe to them, but it was a similar type of guy that you you were looking at style, size, build, mm-hmm. style um, with uh, Q leaving. So uh, when you had it in house, but I guess they were looking for somebody that's more seasoned, somebody that has proven uh uh, minutes on uh, Big Ten in Big Ten play, but uh, do you think the commitment is a fit? I think it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. He's a guy that's played Big Ten minutes. I mean, he averaged uh, was that twenty three minutes a game last year for Iowa, starting twenty seven of the thirty two games he played in. It's a good addition in that he has Big Ten experience. That he's been around the block. He's not going to be overwhelmed by the Big Ten necessarily. I don't think this is a huge needle moving acquisition yeah. though strict because to me when I look at Aaron Euless whose brother by the way Tyler Euless one of the smallest players I've ever seen in college basketball oh, yeah it can got it done in Kentucky he did good yeah. player I think he's on their coaching staff now anyways the thing with with Aaron Euless is that he's not someone at the top of the scouting report which is good in some ways and bad in some ways Nebraska I think needed a floor general someone to run the show I think Aaron Euless can do that more than mm. he showed at Iowa. I think he can drive and dish well enough. I think he can defend on ball well enough. Probably a better ball handler than, say, Bandamel was last year. Probably yeah. not quite to the level defensively. The addition of Euless, though, strict means everyone else has to shoot better. Aaron Euless, not a shooter. 70% right. from the free throw line for his career, only 31% from three on a team that shot a lot of threes at a high volume like Iowa did. So to me... If Aaron Euless can become Monty Morris, you know, that's the name from uh, Fred Hoiberg's days back at Iowa State, high high enough assists, low turnover, not asked to do too much other than run the offense and knock down an open shot, that's the ceiling to me. But if he's not going to shoot and Nebraska's not able to shoot well around him, it takes away what I think is his greatest strength on offense is that drive and kick. There's a player that was at Iowa State that I actually played with in Indiana. Um, couldn't really shoot was a great floor general, great vision, found guys, uh, knew where they liked to be, tremendous handle, um, was just just pretty solid all around. Um, off the court stuff probably is what, what tainted his, you know, the true longevity of a good career for him. Um, but his name, his name was Jamal Tinsley. Is is he in that kind of form where he can actually create? I mean, is is, is his handle in, in a place to where – that's what I want to know because if you're going to be a point guard, a lead point guard, um, I think your open court skills, as we've seen, could be a tremendous help because that is an area that we've discussed about Nebraska basketball that they need is open court, somebody who can get out, not only finish, but can find. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they have to be able to push for easier opportunities. And that's even more, I think, relevant in this upcoming season than it's going than it was last year. You had great you had great inside playing Derek Walker. You knew that was somebody you can get the ball to who can handle at different areas uh, on the court, whether it be um, at the elbow, free throw line, 
three-point line extended straight on back to the basket. He had different ways that he can get you buckets. But but um, I, I don't know who on this team, as I look at it right now, you hope that maybe um, – you know, Blaze could be a good back-to-back option. I think his footwork is still needs some 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 work there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they need somebody that can do those type of things. If if you're not going to be a good shooter, I need you to be like that, a Jamal Tinsley. I need you to be like a mm-hmm. uh, Anthony, uh, uh, um, a uh, little general like uh, Avery, Avery Johnson. Johnson. I need you to be somebody who's going to be able to get downhill for me, create pressure, and be able to find guys. And I just don't know if that's that's the piece. I don't know either. And to your point there, Strick, Aaron Euless isn't a bad addition by no, any means. No, by any means. That, this but, is not a knock. I'm with you. But mm-hmm. given the type of guys Nebraska was looking at before, right. it feels like a step down. Hunter Salas right. has that juice. Right. LaShawn Wrightsell Jr. has that juice. Facts. Kirk Risa could get to the rim. Not necessarily his game or shooter, shooter mm-hmm. but he could do that. Javian McCollum, pretty well-rounded player. Aaron Euless has growing to do. And I think we've seen guys at Nebraska take some steps forward. I just hope they're able to do this with a guy who's a little further on in his career like Aaron Euless is. He's played three seasons now, and at what point are you, you know, what your line score says you are? At what yeah. point are you maxed, you maxed out? out. Mm-hmm. He's 6'3", 190, give or take, so I think the frame is there, but I don't see a lot of that juice in the half court. He wasn't a key part right. in Iowa's success, so does he have more in him? I guess that's on the coaching staff to draw out of him. We I don't know if we can officially answer that question given what we saw and what we didn't see at Iowa. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. Let's, let's uh, then let's let's talk about Nebraska's top five players. One, um, as of yet, I still haven't heard about the return of Tamanaga. Have you? Not a thing. So I just wanted to make sure I was clear on that. I know I've been traveling a little bit. I've been kind of watching and, and keeping an ear to it, but I just have not heard. So. Um, let's just eliminate that. So Nebraska's top five players from last year that are still on the team, we can just basically put him a pin in him and put him to the side and say he's outside that because we just don't know what that's going to mean and be, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I think there's I, – I don't know if he's going to the combine. Um, I assume we would have heard I, by I, now if he got If he would have gotten right? an invite. So he'll probably go to Plattsmith or Portsmouth. The one that we talked about that I went to, he'll probably go there. So let's get into that. The top five players that are still on the team uh, right now from last year. Who would who would that be for you? So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I came up with the list of the top five from last season. Got to have Gary in there. Right. Well, actually, I don't think I... No. I think we're coming out this two slightly different angles. Okay, come on. So, me. for me, the five best players for Nebraska last season. Yeah. Walker, Greasel. Tomanaga, and then I have Lawrence and Hoiberg. Okay. Because I know Gary and Bandamel should be on that list, but they were injured. They didn't play all season. I would have to say when he when Gary was there, the impacts that he brought to the team, mm-hmm. even though with the injury, yes, you're absolutely right. In the in the core heart of the of the of the season, he didn't get to really show me. Uh, but he showed me, I think, enough flash, um, especially in some bigger games, too, to where mm-hmm. here's one thing that I can say that he's going to give me. I know he's going to give me energy. I know he's going to give me uh, some extra rebound opportunities. I know he's good at getting out in 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 the style that we're talking about, an up-tempo, on the break. I know he's, he's strong to the rim and will finish, and he'll battle anybody from mm-hmm. three to five. So, I mean, I, 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 I can see some things. Um, that's the only reason I would probably 
throw him in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, but go on. So that's where I ended up with the five from last season. Okay. If I look to this season's trick, I have one, maybe two guys on the list that are the best players from last year. That's a on bad spades season. hand. That's a bad spades hand. If you don't, if you don't, if you play spades, that's a bad spades hand. One, one or two is not bad. No, mm-hmm. Well, seriously, <laughs> I, I put Jamarcus Lawrence in that category. Yeah, I'd have to throw him in. And then Jawan Gary, sure, if, if we go to your logic, which I, I'm on board with. The other one might be Kasey Tomonaga, but again, yeah. we don't know if he's back or not. No C.J. Wilcher. No, he's not consistent enough. I'd yeah. love to put him on there, but he's yeah. a guy that's got to take a step up. I, I, I feel the same way. I think he's got to take a I, – I would have liked to have seen him take a step up, especially with Bryce and, you know, Trey and those guys leaving. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen, a, you know, another step in another level this year. Um, lost weight, looked good, you know, was in shape, had flashes, mm-hmm. but just not enough consistency for me. The other two guys that I think are going to be among the five best for Nebraska next season are two of the transfers. And that's uh, Bryce Williams, the Charlotte guy. I'm really high on him, Strick. And then Rink Mast. I don't think he's a one-for-one Derek Walker replacement. They're similar but different enough. The other guy I'm going to throw into this conversation, if if Casey Tominaga leaves and he's off that list, give me Ramel Lloyd. Yeah. I think he's different than what we've seen at Nebraska in a long time. He'll bring an element that I don't think Nebraska's had in a minute. And I hope the coaches let him do his thing. You know, not that he's going to take 20 shots a game. He's going to run the show. But if he can use that athletic pop, if he can score at all three levels, that'll be different. That'll be a good different. I, I think I think he's Greasel-esque um, as far as the inconsistencies with the shooting and stuff like that. Um, but where I say he, he has a little bit more in his trick bag. He has a mm-hmm. little bit more handle. He has a little bit more counters. Um, he's a little bit more crafty. When you when you talk about penetration and and, and creating shots at the basket, um, where where Sam was limited, Sam, Sam was a one two to one counter guy, you know, uh, drive with a counter to a finish. Um, it was rarely that he had multiple counters, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's that's a style of play. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I just think that he, Ramel has a little bit more. Uh, in that, you know, off the pick and roll, can put guys on his hip, get into float, you know, mm-hmm. just different. Greasel had that, but I, I think there's a little bit more that Romel has in that area. Romel's a little more fluid as an athlete. Yeah. Greasel was a little up and down and, and strength-based, right? Yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was pretty cut. He was, he was a big guy, and that's why he took guys down to the block quite a bit. So then, Strick, my question is, is this. If Jawan Gary is in your top five players, if you have Jamarcus Lawrence, Aaron Euless in your starting lineup, What's what's that team look like? How do they play? And 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 it goes. I, I will continue to default because the uncertainty of what you're going to get with Rank mm-hmm. and Mast and um, I, I I think <laughs> to me some of the tape that I I got to watch uh, I really he reminds me of a guy I played with at Bellevue West um, six five guy uh, good body but was super fundamental. Like, good post moves, got to his stuff. Like the Tim Duncan of fake. Omaha? Yes, <laughs> but, but just, just, just not as athletic. I mean, wasn't going wasn't gonna to bang on you, wasn't going to you know, take you to the middle and, 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 and work you, but he would get you there and he would Kevin McHale you to <laughs> death. Like he, was like, he was like, he was like fundamentally, but Kevin McHale, and, but not just as tall, right? That's what Rink comes off to me just super fundamental good post move solid 
get you some buckets. Um, be at a disadvantage with like a super athletic mm. big man that's guarding him who can create space off of him and because where he can't get into, you know, his counters. Mm-hmm. That's where I see um, him being. Now, on the other hand, I just really think that free flow style without Tamanaga, who's going to replace that type of cutting? Now, you know, you can tell that Jamarcus learned a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there were flashes from C.J. Wilcher. Uh, but who's going to have and and require your eyes to be on them regularly mm-hmm. when they're out there on the floor? Who is that? It depends on the way you're looking at it. If you're looking for the cutting, that remains to be seen. Who develops that chemistry with Mass, even with Kata maybe, or Breidenbach? Does he take on more of that role? I don't know. I could see Jamarcus being that That's type of cutter. That's probably the only one. If, if Ulyss isn't going to shoot, he has to learn how to do right. that. To at least draw guys' eyes that way while other actions. I think Jawan can. Oh yeah, because he did that. I I, I think Jawan more than anybody learned how to play off the ball and cut to areas where he was able to finish and dunk on people and do things like that. Talk about that cutting to an area. Yeah, um, it, it's 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 a it's a succinct thing that you must have. This is what makes Golden State so good. It's like it's not necessarily the offense or all the players. The system actually makes the players better mm-hmm. because you can look at like Gary Payton the second, right? Guys like that in other systems, oh, just okay. They're pretty much defense, but he can actually thrive in a system. Pool thrives in those types of systems because mm-hmm. it, there's there's no continuity to it. It's just I see something. Ooh, I saw that. You saw that. We felt that together, and it works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Nebraska has to develop. For example, there were times when Derek Walker would make moves uh, to the paint. Oh, no, no, let's just see Greasel. What happens when Greasel and Derek Walker, this, this kind of created a problem at times, is when Greasel's posting up, Derek has nowhere to go because he refused to shoot. Right. Similar to Sabonis. Uh, that that was the struggle in that series because Sabonis would fail to shoot that. He's got to he's got to do that. Scouting reports is going to catch up with you. So they, they that movement, that continuity. So as Greasel goes to the middle, like Walker has to learn or Breidenbach has to learn to slide underneath because the defensive guy is just going to come over and try to block or defend or trap or something. You have to create these little pockets of areas and cut to certain areas eyes turn to watch what's going on you need to be able to find that area behind that's just a continuity thing and hopefully they can develop that so in the context of last year's team say Greasel's on a block yeah you're looking for Derek Walker to slide nail slide it depends on block, movement. slide it depends on movement. spot yeah it depends on movement if Greasel if you know Greasel is blocked off and he's into a counter spin to the baseline where he's 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 in trouble, you have to kind of slide into that middle area right where the restricted area or just beyond that is, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the areas you have to find. And then the other guys have to also be able to move from wing to corner, corner to to higher wing. Guys at the top, if you see guys turning backs to to drive and dig, you got to be able to cut behind that but then that's the problem too so now if you've got other guy then you have to wide cut and get underneath on the weak side so it's a lot of stuff like that that you can develop but it's got to be continuity and with new teams it's got to be taught because you need to know where those specific areas are and cutting 
fascinating discussion. I want to come back to that sometime soon. We do have to step aside, though, uh, for the first break of the show. When we get back, we're going to talk uh, some Nebraska football, right? How many of those players are back from last year? Uh, who are the best ones that are back? What does that mean for the team? We're off and rolling here on the block. We're back in just a minute. 